Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Last Call Garage, episode 12. Tonight we have me, Samir. I'm Aaron. And I'm Wayne. I'm Dennis. Yeah, Dennis is returning for a second episode. Yeah, happy to be back on. Thanks for inviting me again, everybody. Of course. But before we get into you, Dennis, uh, that sounded weird. (laughs) (laughs) How was everyone's week? Did you guys have a good week this week? I'm just glad it's Friday now. It went by really fast. It went by really fucking slow for me. I don't know why. I'm just looking forward to the Thanksgiving break. Yeah, the closer we get, I just yep. all the sales are starting too. That's cool. Good. You guys bought anything for Blast for, for for any Black Friday sales lately? Not yet. Not no. yet. Do you have your eye on anything? I know Aaron's looking at like gaming monitors and Xboxes and stuff, but yep. What are you looking at, Wayne? Not really. Not a whole lot. Does that have something to do with the fact that you just bought like a twelve hundred dollar phone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that counts. <laughs> also spending like two grand on my clutch. <laughs> That's how much that was? Yeah, it was like 1300 I think. It's closer to 1000 not two grand. 1300 and Oh, with labor. Labor. Yeah. yeah. We should talk about that. Wayne blew up his clutch this week. Yeah. And he didn't just like roast it. He It shattered into two pieces. Yeah, it, it was... You can oh, find it on the Instagram page. Yeah. How bad it is. It's, 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 it's pretty great. It's beautiful. I don't think I've ever seen anyone mess up a clutch that bad. And yeah, I know yeah. for a fact Wayne never launches his car because he doesn't know how. Yeah, but it's beautiful. I mean, um, <laughs> shout out to Greg, uh, the vehicle auto garage, for hooking it up. Yeah, he, he it was a pretty quick turnaround, too. Yeah, it was like half a day. Yeah. Yeah. And he also delivered to me, too. Delivered? Yeah. You delivered your car to you? Yeah. <laughs> Must be fucking nice. <laughs> yeah. How do you get home? Did you drop him off? No, I, I guess Nancy. Oh. Yeah. Mm. He said he was in the area, so... He's like, I'll just drop it off. And I was like, that's what he said. He's just being nice. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Did he also put a quarter tank of gas in there for you? <laughs> An air freshener? <laughs> How many Nancy. business cards were in there when you got it back? Uh, nothing, actually. No business cards. How much was uh, how much was stolen from there? Oh, I don't know. I haven't checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just playing around. Greg's a good guy. He was not going to steal anything from you. Nope. Except for your heart. Except for your heart. Yep. <laughs> yep. How about your money? No, he didn't nah. steal. He'd money. give that willingly. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. haggle with him. Don't haggle, right? That's nope. good. Nope, he's worth it. They what said, a- don't lie to your mechanic and your doctor, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't rush. Right? Yeah, don't rush your doctor and don't rush your mechanic. I feel like your dentist is probably someone you shouldn't <clears throat> lie to, too. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I get away with flossing. <laughs> Everyone does. They brush their teeth super hard the day of. <laughs> it's like bleeding gums. I don't know if this is true, but uh, there's been a fad with the charcoal toothpaste. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it ruins enamel, and you can't. You know how hard it is to grow enamel? Very hard because you can't. Because <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick with fluoride, conspiracy theorist. Dude, but it's it's limiting your pineal gland. <laughs> how much are you using? Wow. How much brain power are you using, Sammy? <laughs> Huh? That's not the same kind of enamel. <laughs> I think that's a little bit different. Man. You can't lacquer your teeth. You not uh, with that attitude. Not with that. Have you tried ceramic coating them? <laughs> Speaking of ceramic coat, I actually bought a new shower tower. Ceramic coated that bitch. <laughs> it was awesome. It really worked. Uh, Damn. No water spots? No water spots. So well, what, that's the downside of ceramic coatings, actually. Uh, they tend to etch yeah. water spots. So oh, you yeah. got to make sure you put a sealant on it oh, here okay. and there. Okay, check it out. Definitely yeah. check it out. Aaron's Aaron's our detail guy. He's a nerd about it. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, I love it. It's a. It's never worked for me. What does that mean? Like you know, it, it's. Don't it say that be. after I call you my detail guy. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it's strenuous labor sometimes, right? Um, 
but I enjoy the process. And if you like doing that kind of work and you don't consider it work. I see what you're saying. You know, I thought you were telling me that it has never worked for you. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. No, 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 no. Forgive me. Yeah. That's not what I meant. Yeah, I'm sure everyone went to hear about my shower tower. But <laughs> I bought it, I installed it, I touched it. I'm like, what the hell? Why is there fingerprints all over it? I'm like, oh yeah, Samarcrope that thing. <laughs> Should be the same type of metal as a car, right? Should work. All right, and it did. All good. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to come over and ceramic coat everything in my bathroom. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just take a hose and rinse everything off. Yeah, after um, some people heard the podcast, they were telling me, they're like, hey, can I ceramic coat? Can I just buy that ceramic coat spray that I saw at Walmart? I'm like, I'm not sure if that's really ceramic coat though. It has to be in a glass bottle. Yeah, they don't, well, they don't disclose how much ceramic or the the, the material that makes ceramic ceramic, SiO2. Right. Sometimes they don't, just, they don't disclose that, so they could- Put like a drop in it and call it ceramic coating. Yeah, even those glass bottles would be very wary. Like I said, he's a nerd about it. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So Dennis. What's up, man? You into Black Friday shopping? I did go Black Friday shopping a little bit. Yeah. Um, so what I'm doing is I, another thing that I didn't necessarily answer last time is my hobby. One of my hobbies is gaming. Okay. So bought a lot of in-app uh, purchases for that way. <laughs> <laughs> spent some, spent a little bit of money and uh, supposedly there should be a nice Black Friday sale in the game. So I'm like, all right, save some money and get ready to buy some in-app purchases what are you uh, playing right now right now i'm just playing this game called hero wars it's just a regular mobile app clicking oh, game. that one yeah <laughs> kind of talked to wayne a little bit about it but you know they, they had a big sale and i'm like all right time to power up a little bit so you play cock clash of clans <laughs> no <laughs> no no not that one good question though i don't think i've ever been to mobile gaming actually I played Candy Crush for a, I was pretty serious about it for a hard minute. My brother was really, really good at Candy Crush. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what level he got to, but I don't know. It looked a little too tough for me. There was also this game that Jamil had got me into. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, it was like one of those things where you shoot a marble oh. and it like matches the colors. Mm. And I did play that. that. Yeah. And then I, I got to like level 150 and then I was going back and just trying to three star every single level. I played it for maybe like two years, like consistently. Wow. I don't know remember, what was so addictive about it, but I just wanted to play it. Remember Tap Tap uh, Revolution? Yeah. That's yeah. probably the last uh, game I played. That was a really good that game. Wasn't that like on your iPod Touch or something? Yes. Yep. Back in like 2000 and middle school? Seven, eight, maybe. Yeah, so the last game, I just bought a game yesterday. I just bought uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, oh yeah? So, yeah, I just played the first, like, I played about an hour. So I played about one scene into it. Seems like a pretty badass game. And with, uh, you know, everything COVID and stuff, all uh, second second wave, third wave, whatever you want to believe. Yeah. I figured I need something to do for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so I heard these people, you can play like two, three hundred, uh, two, three hundred hours worth of mm-hmm. that game. So I'm like, all right, let, let's pick it up. And Amazon said uh, a week and it was like a hundred bucks. But I found it at Target of all places. <laughs> you buy two, get one free. What? Buy Damn. two games or toys or books, get, get one free. So that's an amazing deal. Worked out. I said, hey, wife, you know what we should do? We should buy three of those games, flip two of them on eBay. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but we, we decided, yeah, you know what? Too much work. Fuck it. <laughs> Forget it. Yes. You know, speaking of the wife, I mean, you know, COVID's just really interesting, right? It's like, you know, you think about it, like if you see your wife every day or your, your significant other and you don't kill each other, it's like kind of, kind of amazing, right? Mm. So when people ask me like, you know, you know, Danny, right? <laughs> Mr. Wong, you know, how do you go ahead and handle your wife your kids and i'm just saying like you know what 
we saw each other for months. You know, we worked from home before in the past together and everything was cool, right? We didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to kill each other. So that's a good sign, right? Yeah. You know, last time I didn't really talk about like, you know, that, that part of Dennis that much, but, I mean, but um, you know, when you, when you think about these things, you know, the, the dad, the, you know, the driver, the gamer, you know, all, all these type of personas, right? That, that white hacker, you know, white hat hacker and all that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, I just think about these things too. You know, just just the wife in general, like how you know supportive she was with, with all this stuff. And you know, last time, you know, the podcast people um, that heard the podcast, they actually asked me about how do I get into the into the job into cybersecurity. But you know, without just jumping into that, because I think it gets really serious, you know, really real quick, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just to share a little bit about it, but just to talk a bit a little bit about like just life in general, man. I mean. You know, I had this, this wife and she didn't kick me out. She didn't want to kill me. That's great. That's that's, <laughs> that's the a first. Good start. Good, that's a good start, right? <laughs> COVID, a lot, lot of months of that. And then I started thinking about other things like how, you know, when I first came up in, in New York, before I met my wife, right? All the stories before I met my wife, you know, I met this girl and and I was like, this is new to me. Like, um, it's not like e-harming or anything like that. It was uh, this this uh, blog called Zanga. And that's where all the Chinese people went, all the Asian people went. So I'm like, all right, let me create an account, man. See what's up. This girl hits me up. I'm like, okay, she looks good on the on the on the page. Picture looks good, and we're talking a little bit. And she's like, hey, you wanna you wanna go hang out? I'm like, yeah, sure, you wanna hang out. She's like, hey, I got I got six flag tickets. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, fuck, man. I'm like, I'm 20 something, right? I'm like, six, six flags sounds fun to me, right, guys? Yeah. yeah. Like, would you guys say no? <laughs> no, right? No. And then, I'm going. dude, so, free six flag tickets. I'm, I'm there, <laughs> right? So then I'm like, all right, let me, I was like, hey, you know, take the bus by my house. Come pick me up. I'll pick you up. I mean, and let's go Six Flags, right? So she's in the corner. I see her. I'm like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> she's not, she didn't look like her picture. <laughs> yeah. Got catfished. <laughs> I think I did, man. I think I looked like me. Someone just asked me, did, did it think like, do I look like myself? I think I did. But, uh, you know, there's no like, I mean, there was Photoshop, but, you know, you don't, you don't IG it like you do nowadays. And long story short for these guys man like you know again you can google it but it's like a two three hour drive from my house God damn. and i'm in the car i'm just thinking like i should have just drove off man but instead i was too nice picked her up talking to her six flags and i was just thinking the whole time like i want to go home <laughs> wow so we went on like ruined your six flags experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah i went there for like literally i feel bad though like three rides yeah danny Wong's an asshole that was danny Wong. that wasn't dennis and and i was like yeah i'm kind of tired i want to go home and then you know we're driving home you know and, and she probably knows i'm not into her and then like you know, we're almost home she's like hey i got this friend you might like and um do you mind like you want to meet her i'm like yeah give her give her a call let's go she was a good wingman then she was a good wingman <laughs> but i think you know she probably knew i probably wasn't feeling it. you know girls know right that's pretty nice of her though yeah that was nicer oh yeah it might have been a test, <laughs> Maybe it was a test. Maybe. see how nice this guy is yeah, right. I, I was i wasn't like that I, I was more like yeah if you want to call your friend to hang out and have have dinner we, let's go have dinner right because again we, round trip plus the hour right you know it's already nighttime now right yeah, yeah. so we're home had, had lunch but anyway i just wanted to you know just share that story this is really interesting right met this other girl actually and and uh you know just talking about my you know social media and stuff and we didn't call it social media back then. There's there's no name for it. It's just your Facebook, right? It's just mm-hmm. your blog. And, you know, this girl was like, hey, you know, what's up? And I, and I met her up. And I was like, hey, well, you know, what's going on? Nice to meet you. You know, this is like the first three minutes of conversation. She goes, yeah, you know, oh, I heard you. You're into, you know, you're into computers. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm into my computers. You've been doing it for six years. 
I'm like, yeah, I've been doing it six years. Yeah, I saw it, man. You, you started on August 16th, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Did you want a copy of your background check? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and she was telling me, yeah, I just want to make sure you're not a, a weirdo or a creep. I'm like, I don't know, man. I was like, I think you're the creep. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. It's... <laughs> But, uh, you know, you read you when you think about computers, right? What, what I'm trying to talk about is like security and, and uh, Internet privacy, you know, kind of make a joke out of it. The other thing I, you know, when I think about, you know, just to talk a little bit about you know my wife again, too. Right. Like, yeah, she's really awesome man, supporting me through all this. Right. When I first met her, I'm like, oh, you know, she's all right. She, she, you know, you know, she's she cool. She, yeah, she's cool. She's cool. <laughs> she's cool. Right. Not the one get myself in trouble. She might listen to it. But, you know, she's cool. <laughs> And then, you know, we joke around, but we're like, okay, you know, she's from Taiwan, so I'm marrying up. You know, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, my friends, you know, you know, guys, man, we're like, you know, it's kind of messed up. But we're like, my friends are like, oh, man, you know, what is she like? She never met her. They just hear, oh, it's a Taiwanese girl, right? They're like, oh, is she like a, is she a nine? Is she a 10? Like, what is she, right? I'm like, yeah, she's like an eight, but, you know, she doesn't, like, wait, so she, what kind of car she drives? Then they ask me, like, what kind of car she drives? You know, what she look like? Like, what's her parents do? I'm like. I was like, nah, man, it's not like that. She's a she's an eight to me, but I'm a four hundred one k for her. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, no. Anyway, but the wife was cool. But you know, seriously, like, how did I get into computers? I mean, that's some crazy stuff. I was literally in a chat room. I must have been like twelve years old, something like that. I mean, you think back, like, shoot, right? Like twelve years old, you're just a kid. But when you're twelve, and if anyone's on the radio right listening, right? at 12 years old then you probably know that you don't feel like you're a kid you know and i didn't feel that's like i was true. a kid yeah that's true and i just remember i was in the chat room and i'm just chilling you know talk, you know what what do 12 year olds do on in a chat room like you just talk crap right and <laughs> obviously like mad shit to everyone you know and and then at the time you also like asking around for girls like hey where, where, the, where are the ladies at right when you're 12 and i just remember one day i'm just chilling and my web my web browser goes crazy. This hacker came into the chat room and basically sent out a piece of code that um, replaced all your toolbars. Like where you go, like back then, when you go into a chat room on the bottom, it says, you know, what age you are, you know, what, what, what age group, you know, teenagers, adults, like that whole bar right there got hacked into something else. But then when you think about that, you know, this was a, a type of attack that happened so many years ago. You know, I'm trying to, I'm dating myself here, but you know, we're talking over, uh, we're talking over 25 years ago, right? This type of hack. But the thing is, is that this type of hack still exists today. Mm-hmm. Can you believe this guys? So one of the attacks that I've been working on in my career in the last couple of months was this, um, you know, it's actually a malware. Um, it's what we call a crypto miner and it's called the Monero miner. And one of the attacks that it does is it basically says that if you go to this website and kind of like you're in a chat room, it's just a website, right? Like any other website, it can send a piece of code to your computer to load software in it so that it starts mining cryptocurrency for this attacker. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of really interesting. And, you know, and I think back like people are like, you know, how is this possible? I'm like, guys, this happened to me like 25 years ago. It got me into computers. <laughs> At the time, you know, the guy was just effing around my computer. He wasn't, you know, yeah. um, trying to make money off of it. But that's what got me into the the, the first hacking. And I was like, I want to learn how this guy did it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, in the last couple of uh, calls, I kind of mentioned the theme, right, of, of you know, uh, Danny Wong, right, which was 
it's about the mentors too. So when I um, wanted to learn how that was done, I said, let me go find, um, let's go forget about the dating chat rooms. Let's think about the computer tech chat rooms, the hacker chat rooms, right? And there's no hacker chat room. I found the computer chat room, right? And I joined it. A lot of people just happened to be around my age, right? Between, you know, 13, let's just say 13 now, uh, to like 16, just hanging out. And I met this guy, you know, I won't name him right now, but he ended up being the guy that actually owned the whole chat server for, for, uh, this company, right? Big company. Right. And, and I just wanted to understand like how this was done. And they gave me a hint on how his own software got hacked and I downloaded the software I needed to uh, download. I went in and read the stuff I needed to do. And within, you know, a couple of days, I figured out how they hacked the chat room and I did it myself, you know, <laughs> so really, really interesting times. Is it yeah. part of your resume? Part of my resume, right? Yeah. And this guy, man, like he, you know, he ended up being a, a somebody, you know, I mean, now you fast forward, right? Dot com, you know, you know, we're fast forwarding like six years now, right? Dot com uh, bubble, unfortunately, right? But I think he cashed out good. And, you know, they, they you know, Yahoo is the, is the company, right? At the time, so, you know, that's, that's, uh, it's, they're no longer around. They got bought by what? AOL or Verizon, something like that. I don't know. I forgot actually. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. O. Co. O a t h. Oath. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can fact check that. No, no doubt. No, there's no type of fact checking in this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, we'll take but, it at face value. <laughs> yeah, take it at face value, guys. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. I mean, you know, just to tell a quick story about this guy, man. Like, he was the man, dude. Like this guy, I learned a lot from him. I picked up different um, computer system mentors. Yeah, go ahead, man. There we go. There we go. You got it. So everyone was right. Everybody was right, actually. Yeah, you got it, bro. And, you know, you think about these things. And I thought about this guy. He basically retired. Like, he must. I don't. To this day, I can tell you, I I honestly don't know how old he is. But I can tell you that I think he was probably in his 20s. And from what I understand, he retired after the whole dot com stuff. And he just said, I still need to stay in computers. And he just worked at Best Buy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the story, man. This was, a, this was a cool dude, dude. And then, you know, other things that also happened was when you're hanging out with this community and I hung out with this community for, I don't know, I want to say about six years, which is a long time. And, you know, I did different things. I quote unquote internet dated within my community and had like these hacker girlfriends and, you know, I'm a hacker and, you know, we're all, we're all the cool kids. Cause you know, you are the cool kids. You, you run the you power, right? You yeah. run the internet, right? So you can do all these things and, you know, you just got to get good at your craft and that required learning coding. It learned, um, you know, I kind of talked a little bit about it um, before in the previous podcast, but it's being able to just look at an object and say, I think I can break into this piece on that object. And when I look at a computer system, and I, and I like to think that probably for hackers is the same thing. They're not looking at um, it as an abstract zeros and ones. They're actually looking at it as an object. And how can I break into this object? And I think that's how the good hackers are. You mm. know what I mean? So one of the other things was within this community, there was, this, uh, there was actually this cool guy. Uh, again, we'll name him. But, um, you know, he was hanging out. It's all these guys were hanging out. And he got into a fight in real life. Got into a fight, right? And this guy got, like, in trouble, trouble got put into jail kind of trouble and what we figured out you know the point of the story could be fast about it the point of the story is that this guy was being monitored by the police by by like you know we're talking like three-letter agency police right 
And we found out later on that this girl, his, her name was Kelly. That's not, I don't think that's really her name. Um, this was his online girlfriend. Guess what? His online girlfriend was actually, a, a, let's just say, a fed. Wow. Oh, wow. That got catfished. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you just can't trust women like that. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I still remember her name to this day, just so it doesn't get transcribed in something. I won't say it out loud, but it was literally a state, girl, and then a number. <laughs> that that was her that was her alias her hacker nice. alias name that was sick man is, has he told you that story before wayne no is that why you uh is that why you're afraid of women <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> if there's other reasons Wayne. <laughs> you think um the way you view hacking you also view sort of like what we would call social hacking um you know what so every type of hack um and you know everyone has their own description of social hacking right every type of hack needs to have a social aspect to it because you need to trick that person into it and the way to trick them is social so how can i get you to click on an email you gotta right? sell it to them you gotta sell it to them yeah. right and how do you sell it to them i get an email and it says it's a three thousand dollar bill um, from comcast right are you gonna think twice before you click that probably just going to click it right so or irs or something like that yeah uh, you know irs you know you know what rs and stuff like that maybe you can think twice that oh you know that's probably a scam and the chinese embassy and the prince of africa probably doesn't want to give me a billion dollars right but really these little things that are very personal to you maybe an email that says hey um you know um you know win a free audi from blah 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 um, tuning company right if it says win an Audi, you might not click on it. But if it says tuning company, then you might click on it right away. Right. So these are some of the things that I think about. So when someone focuses on attacking you, honestly, the way I see it, it's what we call the lone wolf. You really can't stop them. It's very hard to stop them. Let's put it that way. I think what I meant. Um, Sorry, go ahead. With that question was more of like in real life. Do you view relationships that way? When you talk to people like, do you think you can, I can hack this person to liking me or something like that? You know, it's kind of it's kind of messed up, but you can. You can i try not to it's really scary because you know what i do also is the sales right yeah and between having been a hacker right like a real hacker trying to get people to click on my link so i can make money uh to sales so that i can talk someone into selling and buying something from me it's kind of like hacking them in a, in a way so i would say without giving you a yes or no that yeah i mean that really there is a lot of people that will try to hack the way that you think so when you think about like the elections and stuff like that, right? And you think about when they, when they talk about the Russian hackers and they're trying to influence our elections, they're trying to um, hack Wayne and, and figure out, you know, how Wayne is going to vote. They really look at it at that micro level too. So yes, there is some ways of hacking you and the way that you think. And I could talk a little bit more about that too. Yeah, they have to have a little bit of Machiavellianism, right? Um, it kind of resonates with uh, what I learned about marketing right and it's, it's taking needs and wants right and you know you're applying your offerings right right you can also make those needs and wants right to the person you're talking to or trying to sell yeah and the scary thing about this is that it's not now just the marketing person that's doing it right and targeting but it's actually machine learning and ai that does that yeah that's true it's literally saying what nationality are you what does your sister and your mom look like like seriously and if i put an ad of someone that looks like your mom you're more likely to click on it yeah and that's what they're actually doing this is not stuff we're making up this is stuff that's happening today that's the first thing we learned about ads is um humans like eyes right all right so you know if you want to if you want to 
sort of target like if you did like a b testing right like comparison testing yeah you have a lot of like instagram models right and you see like the behind photo right of like the nature or the background right but if they're facing the camera it resonates better with humans because you get to recognize on a subconscious level that they are indeed human that's that's cool man that, that really makes it so yeah know, really like without that, nerding out that's <laughs> deep i mean i think today we were kind of nerding out a little bit but yeah, that, i think that's it. cool yeah you know, I mean, but then, you know, it's like, Dennis, like, how, how did you get into, like, hacking into the real world? I mean, I can tell you guys some stuff, man. Like, the first thing I'll tell you is that, you know, at the time, there's definitely, definitely a lot of money to be made uh, hacking. And I'll tell you now that there's even more money to be made. And why? It's like the crypto miner thing. I told you stuff, right? I told you guys about. But back then, for me, like, what did, what did I know how to do, right? Um, I knew how to trick people to click my ad. So that every time they clicked it, they I would get revenue, which is the same thing people are doing nowadays, right? And I figured out that I can create a special ad. I won't say what kind of ad, but you know, I think everyone can figure it out. Use your imagination and uh, put it in the chat room. People are going to click it enough. And some of them are going to actually buy the product that I'm linking them to. And some of them will just click on it. And I'll get a couple of dollars, you know, an hour later, 10 minutes later, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I realized I was bringing like $100 a minute. Oh, yeah yeah so i don't even have a bank account right now bro you know so i'm like hey uh and i didn't know if this is real i literally got a check in the mail from this company uh that i was getting doing the ad thing with i give it to my dad i'm like hey can you cash this <laughs> and my it was legit check I, I made like a couple thousand dollars you know that's crazy that's you find that as a hack right but now that's just how marketing is is made that's just marketing that's just marketing now yeah, I mean, when you're in that chat room, there was no ads, right? Yeah. People sharing content. And then for me, I graduated, right? Um, you know, from, from my school in 2000, in the year 2000, yeah. high school. And I got a, you know, a couple of days later, um, we got a picture in the mail so from somebody, right? I got a, I got a letter from Kelly. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, wow. wow. Got a letter from Kelly. She says, and she wrote, you know, really nicely, right? Like, you know, she's a fed, right? But she's a human, right? True. And she wrote, you know, sorry what happened to your friend, um, but you know, we'll be good. We're gonna keep tabs on you too. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Then you know, actually, she had a picture. She went to my graduation. Oh shit! <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. The the Fed <clears throat> slash friend, you know, whatever you want to. So call where it. is she right now then? I mean, she disappeared. Keeping tabs on you is what she's doing. Yeah, yeah, again. She disappeared. <laughs> she disappeared. Oh, we don't know if it's really she. It could be he, but it doesn't matter. You're gonna get a, a message on uh, your console <laughs> while you're playing uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> right. Invitation. We're still watching. <laughs> Just jump, jump. <laughs> right. You ever seen a uh, Mr. Robot? I did watch Mr. Robot. It's a good show. That that is legit, man. Like Mr. Robot's pretty special show, actually. And I can tell you that a lot of the concepts conceptually, yeah, of course, there's some stuff that are dramatized, right? Yeah, fictional. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. But a lot of it is based off stuff that it's actually pretty could happen if people like myself and um, people like my company didn't exist and didn't do their job. That can happen for sure. 100%. Yeah. When you were when you were describing how you view hacking as, you know, breaking down or breaking into an object, that's what I thought, right? sort of um right. how what's a byproduct of of ruining a server right on like a company's electrical grid or something you know or it, i don't know it, it does happen man like 
And now the hackers, they think about money, right? So it's no longer about ruining your computer. It's to ruin it for you, but you have to pay me to fix it for you. Ransomware. Yeah. It's like that. What, what is it? The people knock on your door for like termites or roaches and stuff. What do you mean? So like there's like shady companies that visit you, right? And they're like, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're fixing a house right now. But they'll plant the bugs. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And then suddenly you have you know another client. That that definitely does happen, man. Like you you go and get these routine inspections for your house, and you know magically something goes wrong yeah. a week later. Or car. Or, yeah. Or yeah. even a car. There's a lot of bad people out there, right? But I also think of I also think of hacking as I designed this device to be used a certain way, like a car, right? Um, even a computer system. But now you're just trying to find ways to maybe optimize it, right? Yeah. You know, whether it's hacking in a game, like um, back then we had something called, um, you know, like the cheat uh, application and stuff like that. You give yourself some extra zeros and money like that. <laughs> but you think about it, if you can give yourself extra zeros in a game, how can how come you can't give it to yourself in your actual bank account? Yeah. Right. What's the difference? Honestly, what's the difference? So, you know, you can think about these the tra- the software I was talking about, like, are what we used to call trainers, right? Um, there's a checks and balances that have to happen, right? And I'm pretty sure that these banks are definitely doing some um, serious checks and balances to make sure those extra zeros don't don't show up. But it does happen, right? Recently, Microsoft, there's this guy that literally stole, he worked at Microsoft as a QA guy. He literally stole, I think, something around like $10 million from Microsoft. Oh. And as a QA guy, what he did was you buy something, you don't actually get it delivered, right? If I buy this computer, it doesn't actually get delivered for it. He was the guy at the marketplace. But what he figured out is that when you buy a um, when you buy a gift card from the Microsoft store, you will actually get the code. <laughs> so he actually got the code and sold the code um, to other people and they paid by Bitcoin. And he did that for a couple of years, made millions. Damn. Damn. Yep. He's in jail now. They took his assets, I'm pretty sure. But again it's possible because again he had he wasn't the hacker in the traditional sense he was the hacker that figured out uh, a hole in the system and that's what he did right that's, that's what he did yeah that's a hacker too that's kelly got to him <laughs> see you get caught when you get greedy but the funny thing is this guy actually true. actually paid his taxes so so, so he, he just found a loophole then yeah he found the loophole. he even paid the taxes on it because they throw your ass in jail <laughs> For stealing, yes, of course, right? But they'll throw you even longer if you for tax, tax evasion. evasion. Yeah, absolutely. That's how they got Al Capone, right? Tax evasion. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck up on your taxes. <laughs> Don't mess up. That's how they got <laughs> Wesley Snipes too, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, how the hell did Wesley Snipes get put in jail? Now, this stuff is some crazy stuff. Maybe I mean, I'll, I'll you know, without naming any of my customers, man. But I, I spent the last two weeks getting woken up every night. So yeah, every night. I had customers just calling me. I'm not, and you know, you know, you hear the name, oh, Dennis, you're a sales guy and you know, car people, like maybe, oh, it's just a dumb sales guy doesn't know how to fix a car, but you know, I actually know how to fix it. Cause that's what I used to do. Right. Like, but in the computer world, so customers call me I'm like, they're like, Hey, I'm like, oh, what's going on, man? Like, what's happening? He's like, dude, we're, I just heard one of my competitors got hit with the new ransomware and we're ready to pull email. I'm like, what do you mean to pull email? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> they said literally we're ready to turn off email, access uh, people to get email into our, into our companies. This was, and then I woke up and I'm like working on it. I'm like, oh crap, like this is a real thing. Yeah. 
you know, this ransomware that everyone's worried about, they were actually targeting the, these, this attacker, this attack group, right? We're actually targeting healthcare customers, hospitals. You know, that's kind of messed up, man. Yeah. Especially with, you know, what's happening today. Yeah, that's crazy. It's always the healthcare system that gets attacked. Is it more right? common in, in healthcare than any other business? It, it's common now in healthcare because those are the um, important systems that we need up and running for COVID, right? At the end of the day and the, the flu season. But no, I mean, I, I wouldn't say Wayne, um, that's incorrect. I mean, that's definitely correct, you know, but it's about who has the money. At the end of the day, corporations have money. Right. You'll be surprised, man. Hospitals? Like, why do they need St. Jude? Why do they need your donations and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Because hackers. they're... <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, hackers, but yeah, you pay a lot to get a procedure done at a hospital, but they're not, you know, making billions of dollars that either, right? To, to be able to pay these hackers at the end of the day. I mean, and then they also have cyber insurance, all of them, right? So not saying that, you know, you should get hacked and let insurance pay for it. You still got to, you know, worry about it, but, you know, reputation loss and all that stuff. But that's definitely uh, something to, to think about, guys. Oh. Yeah. So you do uh, cybersecurity sales? I, I, I focus on the sales part of it. Um, but I what I actually do is, you know, it's really the best way I describe it is I make sure the software can uh, work in my customer's environment the way that I say it will work. Okay. And that's kind of what I try to prove during the sales cycle. And then and then they buy it. Needs and wants. Needs and wants. Yeah, you're right. Wants. You're right. You're just kind of make sure. So that's kind of exactly what I do. But then it takes that brain to be able to connect to them at that computer level to understand how, what are what's actually keeping them up at night, right? Not to be cliche about it, right? Mm -hmm. But what is actually like why I was getting called. And not to be honest, man, like in my career, there's definitely times where people were being woken up at night like myself, right? But it's not that common either because we're in the business of protecting people, right? If I got woken up for every alert that came up, that's a that's a big problem, right? That's yeah. a big computer issue that's happening. That means our industry is not working the way that it should be working. But at the same time, this, these attackers are now just targeting these hospitals and um, getting to the point where uh, hospitals have to disconnect their internet, disconnect their email. That's, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. So how long have you been on this career path? This career path, I mean, I when I was when I was going ahead and growing up on this, and and I never really said, hey, I, you know, I was a hacker when I was younger, but I, you know, at least and I, it's it's funny that I say it out loud to hear like, oh, I was a hacker, but um, you know, you couldn't make money off of it, first of all, right? Of course, Kelly scared me. <laughs> of course, Kelly scared me, but you know, there was money to be made. Not to say there wasn't real money, but there wasn't long term money to be made, right? right? So. That's when I decided that I had to make money the right way. And after, you know, I had a had a breakup with, with this one girl, I was a, I was able to then focus on making money instead of focus on dating. <laughs> if that makes sense. And World of Warcraft, by the way. Nice. Awesome ass game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean I knew we joke around about it, but you know, the one of the CTOs of Semantic, uh, that I, the company I work for, his name is Steven. And uh, later on, he became the, the CEO of the company called Chronicle, which is a cybersecurity company owned by Google. He was a guild leader of a World of Warcraft guild. Wow. Like, who's the thing, man? Like, it's on your resume, your leadership. What's your leadership skills, Dennis or Steven, right? I was the leader of a World of Warcraft guild. <laughs> That's not joking around, too. Those, those guilds get pretty massive, and it takes a lot of coordination to Active get those members. guilds going well. Hell yeah, man. Raging. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's like, even like Hero Wars, right? I'm a leader of this group. I did some really cool stuff with you, my group. And we're like the top group, like in, in the world right now, like for this, uh, for our one server. 
we had some ballers roll in, spent a lot of money, and there's a lot of like crazy stuff going on. Like if I think about it, right? We said, so in this game, you have different servers and it's kind of like a parallel world. You can jump servers, new ranks, new people. You don't have to worry about them anymore, right? And what happened was, you know, this serve, this this system where these guys just like are in the chat room, like just yelling and arguing with each other and stuff like that. So I told my team, I'm like, yo guys, we've been on this server for six months now. I know it's gonna be hard, but we need to bounce. We need to leave and go to another server. It's not it's not an easy decision to make because everyone like literally like myself, we spent thousands of dollars on this game, right? And we made this place our home. We were the number th uh, one server uh, team uh, guild for a couple of for a couple of months, and you know to leave right and to have these people come in was an ego right thing right like oh man these people are gonna think I'm leaving because they, they they're gonna beat us up whatever um, but no we we left because they were being very toxic right on the on the channel and today I found out I left the server it's been uh, three weeks now and. One of my friends uh, who is actually based out of Emeryville sent me some screenshots that this guy took it to the level of he went to Facebook, found the competitors guild, took pictures from his Facebook and posted them on the on the Internet chats to basically make fun of his kids. Oh, this other guy's kids. Isn't that effed up, man? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the lengths that people go through in video. It's a games. whole different level. Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's def definitely a different level. So, when I, as fun as it is to talk to you guys about computer hacking and stuff like that, it's not actionable, right? But what, I, what is actionable for you guys is to think about your privacy too. A lot of times, I won't name people. I got some good friends that is in my Audi group. The one guy doesn't actually, well, he has at least Audi, but he didn't have an Audi for a long time. We make fun of him all the time. He's a Mercedes, a white one. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> and um, half of his posts have a globe icon on it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And when I see that, I don't post on it. I don't comment on it. Because that means that anyone off or on Facebook can see it. Meaning anyone from another country, right? They can also see it. So... That's why I, I'm very, like, do I post on public ones sometimes? But you got to be very mindful when you post that because anyone, whether it's your employer in the future, um, maybe a potential girlfriend that fucking found out I was working at this one company since August, crazy. But that's the stalking aspect. So if you guys can, if, I, if you guys learn one thing from me, it's to really uh, take your internet um, privacy seriously because we, we say that you can change your password, right? You can change your password when you want. Can you change your fingerprint, bro? Mm -hmm. yeah. can you change your dna can you change your blood type you can't so it's the same thing about your history you start thinking about your internet history and it, not, it might not just be you right i'm i make some dumb videos with my kids right we do some tiktok videos and you know 20 years from now she wants to run for president but then she did something weird on it right and now it's all over the internet right That's true so you gotta think about these privacy things i have great security on social media I don't post. <laughs> I think my last post was uh, 2016. Yeah, it's like radio yeah. silence. And then I, I use uh, VPN <clears throat> services when I'm when I can really. Yeah, how do you feel about VPN services? Yeah, you know VPNs are really really interesting thing. So um, for, I'll start off by saying yes, you definitely want to use VPN, um, especially the personal VPN. Mm -hmm. And yes, is for anonymizing your traffic, and there's a lot of benefits to using VPN. But at the end of the day, if you're a real criminal right vpn is not going to stop right. stop you from getting caught you know why it doesn't stop you guys from getting caught because the original ip address that you came from is always the same so now you have this ip address 
goes to this VPN, does something weird, guess what? They can trace all that back to you, all the weird stuff that happened back to you. So um, how do I know this? Well, my, my the company I work for, they sell VPNs, but that's not the reason. Um, the reason is that's just logic. And a lot of people got thrown in jail over it. Yeah. So for us in the in in the in the white hat world, right, regular users, right? You're not using it to avoid doing something criminal. That's what the criminals are using it for. What you're using it for is to ensure that all your connections, when you go to a certain website, when you go to listen to the podcast, even right, if it's not encrypted over the internet, VPN forces all your internet traffic to be encrypted. That's why normal people like me and you need to use VPNs. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. How about Tor, like the the web browser thing? Um, it's like what people use to go into like the dark web. That's that's a, that's a good question too, man. You know, again, it depends on what you're using the Tor for, or, or Onion, and all these different technologies, right? At the end of the day, you gotta be on the VPN because Tor is really what we call the dark web. It's to get to the other areas of the, of the internet, so to speak, right? And I would say that if you can avoid hanging out there, <laughs> definitely want to avoid it. Um, honestly, there's really no reason why normal people should even be on it. Like. What is normal person? Like, I don't know what a normal person, but let's just say um, a little bit dysfunctional, right? Maybe you want to download some songs. Maybe you want to pirate some movies or whatever, right? That's fine. Just, But you don't have to go to tour for that. You can get that anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to go to tour. Tour, you're, you're probably um, not getting the right stuff. It's probably super illegal, not just illegal. But is it like trackable? Trackable? So if you use tour and then you use a VPN, is that still trackable? There have been instances where people got caught because people put code in their website <laughs> that will actually reveal your true location, not your uh, VPN location. Oh, wow. Very so you can still mask your original IP then? Um, people, um, there was, let's just say there has never, there, there definitely has been cases where people got caught from so that code. You're but telling me there's a market on tour where I can put some source code and make money off of that? Is that the new chat room? That's funny. That's funny. Um, You know, you can call it. Let's just say source code. Yeah, there, there absolutely is, man. Like, there are what we call zero day attacks, and there's some attacks that you can put on that says, "This is the code that you can put on to hack a car remotely." Right? I'm just giving because this is a car. You wouldn't download a car. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But maybe you want to hack a car. Right. Yeah. Like, but I'm talking like think fast and furious, right? Where this hacker was able to like control all the cars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely those um, instances as well. And, and that's still considered hacking. But when we start talking about what we would call a zero day, a zero day by definition is that it's a bug in the system where the vendor himself has not acknowledged it as a, as a bug. That That's what a definition zero day is. Right. Those sell on the dark web, right? Hackers actually go to the dark web, right? You can't, you can't just go Google search for this and, you know, hang, hang out with some some Russian hackers, right? Uh, you have to go in the dark web, and they they will trade credit card numbers, passwords, and and all that kind of stuff. I'm learning so much now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just talking to you guys about the cybersecurity stuff and what I do. <laughs> a little so, bit. if you were to give anyone advice starting out looking in for a cybersecurity. Uh, like a career path, but what would you, what kind of advice would you give them? 
Yeah, you know, it's, I kind of got to think about that a little bit. But at the end of the day, when you start thinking about your career, cybersecurity at the end of the day has a lot of different aspects to it, right? You have what, you know, uh, I happen to be doing right now is just like a sales engineer, right? That, that's, that's an actual career. But I can be selling pretty much anything, right? It could mm -hmm. be cyber. I chose to do cybersecurity. But within cybersecurity, there's other tools and there's other jobs. I can work at what we call a SOC. It's very popular now. It's called it's called a security operations center. Um, I can work as a analyst and go work for the government. You guys probably seen the ads today. Uh, I, I saw an ad recently. It was I think it was an Air Force ad, and it literally was a girl um, in a SOC, actually a government SOC. Uh, that's what we would call it. And then she flashes back to her her room. I've seen that. And, and her mom walks in, right? Yep. And says, "Why do you want to do that career? That that's a that that is a way to get into it, right?" I'm, and again, I'm not saying, hey, you got to go to the military, but that's another way you go into it. School, work, mm -hmm. internship programs, right? I mean, there's just a lot of different ways. So I would say that, you know, be um, like any job, honestly, like any job, be assertive. You know, we we in cybersecurity, a lot of the guys, we're the we're the geeks, so to speak, right? <laughs> like we try to be the cool kids, but we definitely are the people that need to be able to talk and communicate. I can't if I can't get on a podcast like this and and I'm like stuttering, I'm falling over the place, right? You won't get my message that I'm trying to give about Facebook, about privacy, you know, about how, how to, how the hack works. Right. So it, I found that it helps to definitely do, um, a little bit of public speaking certainly doesn't, doesn't hurt. Right. Just thinking about the profile. Yes. You want to have some coding skills. You want to have some presentation skills, believe it or not. Right. Like any job I think, but especially for cybersecurity, but at the same time, you need to know about computers. You need to know about hacking. So guess what? You can take courses on hacking. So, and yes, I know I get it costs money, right? But there's also a lot of free resources out there. There's stuff that are like, um, like a technology called like Kali Linux. Kali Linux is just an operating system. You get it on, on, a, on a disc or just download it. And it's already uh, pre-packaged with hacking tools in it that you can use. Now, are you going to be breaking into the FBI with it? Probably not. But you can certainly test your own computers at home and, and friends and family. So, yeah, again, you know, I'm trying to give you guys a, a straight answer on on how to give it. But there's it's it's honestly like any career and mm -hmm. goes back to the story I told you guys about, which is the mentor. Right. Got to have a mentor that hopefully and I know that's kind of a privileged thing to even be able to connect with someone like that. But you'll be surprised. Go on the Internet. Maybe find someone from your community or someone that grew, uh, went to the same school as you even that became a somebody and hopefully they can they can help you out. And I've certainly done that before where I say, hey, I saw you went to the same school, you know, and hey, I see you're working here now. Like, how's it going? Like, I'm not asking them for a job per se. Right. But just networking. Yeah. So those are the important things to do. It's interesting how much networking comes up in pretty much every aspect of life. Yeah. Like even in my hobbies <clears throat> and stuff I like to do, it's, you know, always comes down to networking. I have a. You know, when, when we throw that term around, I'm thinking about how sales or just being able to connect with people is really important, right? And that's something that I've, I've developed over the years, right? When someone just boxes that term as networking, I, it feels kind of shill, you know? <laughs> is yeah. it because of a uh, multi-level marketing? No, no, not just because <laughs> that's the worst example of it, but um, I don't know. When you're doing organic networking, right? It, it, you don't want to call it networking. You don't want to call it networking. Yeah, right. Right. Um, yeah, it's tough. Cause then it, then it's like you said, you want to optimize, there's a certain honor in the type of hacking or in this case, cybersecurity of you want to optimize people's privacy and, and, and protection. Right. And when it comes to networking is that when you throw that term there, 
right? It's it's you want to connect with someone on a personal level, right? To call them a friend or a colleague. I'm not doing it just to sort of get in the door, right? Right? Or brushing shoulders, like they say, right? Exactly. It's just just for the sake of like, hey, you know what? I, I need an in. I feel it's got a negative of, connotation. Yeah, it's it. like a sort of guilt for me, yeah. right? Like I just want, like I'm just, just inter- yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to use somebody, right? Right, right. And that's that's from you know many years of being in, in sales, right? Um, it's tough to, it's not mutually exclusive, right? Where you want to get your product, um, you want to offer a product, right? right? And you want them to buy it. But it's nice when it, it becomes organic. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So when you think about it, right? Um, so this applies probably to cybersecurity um, more than just everything things, right? For us in cybersecurity, we realize that there's not enough. of. So when someone comes to us and say that they want to learn cybersecurity, we really want to help them because um, I believe the latest number, and anyone can just fact check this real quick, is that it's there are literally predicted to be a shortage of 1.9 million cybersecurity engineers by 2020. I mean, sorry, 2021. And that's around the corner, right? These yeah. are these are real numbers that like really smart people that are doing market research, and and these are numbers they're sharing. So that's one reason why. Mr. Fact Check, God, even yep, three point five. So I was a little bit low on that one. Uh, three point five million correction there, right? And you know these are really smart people. So for me, that's one thing. The other thing is, yes, you're right. When you're selling something, when I when I gave my advice before, or at least when I gave my little talk track there, it was about how to get into the industry, right? And that's how you can get into like just ask someone that you want to learn from that they work at a cool company and maybe you need a job you wanted that job or maybe they can help you can help them right we don't know the second thing of it when you're selling a cybersecurity product to someone it's really interesting because you're right there could be a negative connection to that if you're just trying to sell me something right yeah i'm connected to a, a vp that works for hershey you guys know the the guy from shark tank yeah oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Her- Hershebeck, um, I don't know if you guys know, he, his came with, he actually owns a cybersecurity company. That's where he's made his millions of dollars uh, initially. Yeah. One of their VPs, if you go to their website, let's just say, right, and you look at the leaders, he's my friend on Facebook. And he literally posts something like every week about how a sales guy rubbed him the wrong way. <laughs> it's, it's pretty interesting. But my point here is that when you're selling a product, there is something, um, believe it or not, that you should feel that is mutually exclusive. If I if I'm friends with a, a tuning company, right? I want your your I want your sales guy to hit me up because yeah. I want my car to be faster. Right. I want it to drive better, actually. Yeah. So you gotta look at it that way in some cases, right? Um, the other thing is when I'm selling cybersecurity, I literally look at it as, hey, I have something that I think can really help your company. Right. Because if something happens to your company, yeah, it sucks that it happened to your company, but you have all these customers. And now they got it. Now their identities are getting stolen. Now their credit card companies messed up. Now that purse, that one of nine, you know, hundred customers that you have, now they can't buy the house that they wanted to buy because their credit's fucked up, right? So that's what I think about when I engage my uh, when I engage these conversations. And when you engage with these conversations enough, and you build your reputation enough, and I think we talked a lot about reputation uh, in the in the last podcast, but um, you know, you will definitely come to a point where people are then asking for you. And I recently had a, a... It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Yeah. So definitely don't feel bad. Um, definitely, definitely 
be definitely understand that you're gonna get the nose <laughs> especially if you're a terrible salesperson and you didn't build your i know i didn't want to say the word network but if you didn't build your reputation correctly and when they look at your profile like who's this guy trying to sell me something and they look at who you're connected to and you're connected to only salespeople, and you're not connected to any of their friends then all of a sudden you're put in a in not a good basket let's put it that way mm. so going off that what do you think is like one of the more or some of the more common mistakes that people make when they're getting started in sales just sales in general not even just cybersecurity sales yeah i mean the, the, i would say that the first big mistake to to make is to have a product you don't believe in you gotta work, you gotta try to sell something you believe in and the second thing is you need to understand right away that who can you sell it to and how big is your market if your market is literally like oh i'm gonna sell soap and the only people that buy, buy soap for me are my friends and family and arvin <laughs> Arvin's a really big soap buyer. Oh, you are? I fucking love soap. Awesome. Yeah. Then you know your market is limited. So you got to believe in your product, first of all, right? And the second thing is you got to make sure that you have enough people to sell it to. Definitely. But anyway, I know we were kind of deep in this. Uh, well, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned passion first. Passion, yep. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it How is. How are you going to sell something you don't believe in and you're not passionate about? Believe me, your customers <laughs> will know from most like talking to you almost right away yeah, whether true. you believe it or not like you could be a t you could be the perfect salesman but you can't hide that it's very hard to hide it is very hard to hide you know I, I, just to make a quick joke out of it right like one time i was in new york and i'm just hanging out i'm on the subway right and these two people are talking i'm trying to mind my business but they're talking really loud right and the guy i guess what he does is he um he's a promoter for strip clubs right that's what he does and this is pg-13 right now i'm just kidding um, <laughs> <laughs> you've already dropped like two f-bombs <laughs> right right gonna have to filter it out and his friend who happens to be a lady right was like hey do you need some help i mean she needed some money right and and the guy goes yeah um you can't really help us <laughs> promote our strip club <laughs> wow the guy was able to get away with it the girl wasn't because the girl is not very um you wouldn't want up to, to standards you're up to standards yeah what'd you say arvin calmly commonly yes <laughs> I, I know what you mean yes. <laughs> yeah gotta have the goods gotta have the goods guys that's the reputation, right? That's the reputation too, man. That goes back to it too. Yeah, I think I think that's the biggest problem I have in sales. I was never really good at selling. I never have been. I never also I've also never really tried to get better at selling, to be fair. But I just never really believed in anything that I was trying to sell. I think if you have and the it's excitement, just, yeah. you know, if you like, like you know, I don't know any anything that you have to make sure you're in the right industry first, right? Or yeah. at least you're interested in, in what you're selling, right? And what you like about it, right? And then from there, it it's 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 not that it's easy, but um, as long as you can communicate to people yeah. how important it is to you. I think right? the only thing I'd probably be able to sell is like really old piece of shit cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's the or, only thing I'm really passionate about. Or why why it makes you you know why do you keep buying these old shitty cars, right? Hold on. You no, no, think about there. it. Think think about that. <laughs> It's the way you meant it, right? And and who yeah. else is into all these old shitty cars, right? And what makes them, right, so lovable, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't buy them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, why that's I, I think that's the only thing that I would genuinely be able to like very passionately advertise to someone and like say highly suggest they buy. Not. But why? But well, why do you like these? Why cars? do I like them? I don't know. I, it's There's some, some there, right? Yeah. 
right? You're talking about values, right? You're talking to people about values, what they believe in, what they, what makes them feel the same way that you do, right? And that's how you connect with them. As long as you can communicate that with them, that's sales. Yeah, right? that, that's definitely right. And like myself, I'm I'm a sales engineer. I actually have a sales guy that works with me. Um, in the car world, you have your, what do you guys call it? The technical specialist for the car. Yeah. And then you have your traditional car salesman sometimes, right? Again, all of this stuff sells the car. I mean, and it sells the product too. So you guys are right. The passion comes into it. I mean, I've had this quick story, right? I met this guy. Um, he's, his business not doing too good. He, he owns a restaurant. And, and he's like, you know, what, what can I do that's new? What can I do that's new? Can I, can I sell like the new pork chop? Can I go to Taiwan and, um, and find new products there? Can I go to Japan and learn the new sushi? I say, whoa, whoa, whoa take time out, time out, guys. Where's your market? Are you going to be buying all this stuff in Taiwan? He's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to come back here. Right. I'm like, okay, well think about this way. What is the counter? What is, you know, the, the burger brothers doing? And what are all these, what are all these companies doing? Right. They're just selling burgers, right? People just want burgers. It's five guys, burgers, it's Burger King, it's Hardee's, it's McDonald's. Guess what? There's a lot of burgers out there, right? Just sell a bam burger mm -hmm. and sell a good one. You don't need to go to Taiwan and learn how to make new sushi. Just sell burgers, just, but just find that special burger to make, right? That's the advice I gave him last week. Or, or be the outlier and you make the best pork chop, right? Because <laughs> then everyone's going to you when they want pork chops. You can do that too. Yeah. Or you got to market like, at least. Or just like stand out. Just do out. something yeah. what others don't. You're either do yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right. Or or he's he's offering something new that he markets very well. It's the experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a whole full experience. So yeah, guys. I mean, you know, overall, when you when you start thinking about these things, you know, from from a cybersecurity standpoint, there's a lot of stuff going on. You're hearing it every day. Not you know, we're not trying to get into politics with this pol um, this podcast, but they talk about the Russian hacking, the election hacking, all that stuff. I mean conceptually yeah you know a lot of this stuff can happen you can you can certainly bug software and make it do certain things and make people and hack people and make them vote a certain way i mean that's exactly what the what they were saying about the russian hackers which was they were putting fake ads on the internet to make you think about uh, a certain direction and and ultimately try to make you vote a certain way right those are all examples of hacking and can people like even dennis my you know or even Danny Wong, like, can we stop this stuff, right? I can only, in my day job now, of who I became as as, as, as I am now, um, a person that can help with some of it, but, I'm, but I really need to rely on other people to do these things. And we're really trusting our government and, and what the government is doing with their cyber command and making sure all these things are done. And then the, the social media companies, yeah, they do need to um, censor certain things. Now, I know that this is a like scariest thing. Oh yeah, you know, you're gonna censor people, but you need to look at what is the the fake stuff that's being spread. But fake stuff is arguably like, oh, you know, it's just just for fun, right? It's relative too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's relative. But if it, if you're spreading this fake stuff and it's making people go out and vote a certain way, then that's scary. It's clause, yeah. Yeah. So internet privacy, you know, cybersecurity. Uh, you know, all, all of these things are, are certainly uh, are certainly things that are important to think about. So is there a way that, let's say, Kelly is looking at you, right? Or like that person said that they're watching you. Is there a way that you can tell that they're still looking at you? So we got this interesting thing in the U.S. government called the uh, Freedom of Information Act, <laughs> which is a pretty interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not saying that's the answer to it. 
Um, but you can um, do a Freedom of Information Act <laughs> request on your own file <laughs> if there is one. Oh, wow. Hmm. Wait, so that just tells like who sees you? If the government's keeping tabs on you, and we're talking about like not black um, ops type of stuff, right? You can request for it, and someone will would actually go through your file, um, black out certain things that they think that you shouldn't see, <laughs> and then send it to you. That doesn't risk national. And if security. anything's redacted, then you know you you did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty messed up. But uh, but I mean, you know, some people might say, then it's that's a conspiracy. You know, try it. Like, if you think you did some bad stuff in the world, right? Like, whatever, go request a full act. I don't know if that answered your question, but how do I go about doing that? <laughs> Last week we were talking about. Um, Statue of limitations. We should probably uh, get a little like a credit check. Do a credit check every uh, two times a year or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> or at least you should. <laughs> Knowing what I know, everyone should be doing credit monitoring. They should be monitoring their credit. They should actually, if you're not in the process of buying a house or a car or anything like that, you should actually put a freeze on your um, on your credit score and, and stuff like that, so that no one can ever get any credit for you. Even they can't even look up your credit. Because it's actually when they make the request, it's immediately um, blocked and declined. It's pretty interesting stuff. You can do that. <laughs> you, you can Shit. do that. It, it can work against you, but you can definitely do that. <laughs> no, I want to circle back to this. How do I um, put in a freedom request? <laughs> freedom of information request. You, you do request it for What? I wouldn't say it's a shitty cars. Say it's with the shitty parts that I bought. <laughs> Everything's re redacted <laughs> on your file. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, as as a hacker, can you can you see if anyone else is looking at you without them knowing? It's, um. So you know, when you are being monitored, we 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 call it counter surveillance, right? There are certain techniques that you can do, like um, for like can you like monitor the monitor? <laughs> you know like fbi is looking at you right <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's like you're doing a but then you're also controlling c but fbi is b and they're looking at you but then you're using yeah just watch mr robot <laughs> you want, go watch mr robot yeah, please. It, it's scary but um you know it, it, it's interesting stuff it's interesting stuff right like all of a sudden your webcam comes on all of a sudden your internet slows down i mean there, there's a lot of different things that that you can do but at the end of the day um i wouldn't say there's an easy way but certainly it's not impossible let's put it that way when i was going to college uh, that was a very popular thing people put post-it notes on their webcam oh right yeah <laughs> just, just funny. you know you can see through a post-it note <laughs> hey i didn't do that you want to, if they want to see my pickle just open the fridge you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing to hide i remember i which i, I don't Everyone uses a. Uh, you guys have like Face ID on your phones and stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't like that shit. I don't know why. I don't like it. But I remember when the Xbox 360 came out, it had that little Kinect camera that came with it. You could do like right. motion games and stuff. It had a function where if it saw your face, it would sign you in to the Xbox. And I remember hearing a story about a dude that he lived in a studio apartment, so he didn't have any rooms or anything. Every time he would get changed in the morning, his his penis was out. He would sign him into Xbox, <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't set it for that or anything. He just learned it over time that if his dick was out, he was gonna play Xbox. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. That so, what I found very really weird is that um, uh, I don't know if 
I don't think anyone here has been to my house, but <laughs> um, so outside my room is so there's a motion detector light on the ceiling and it's really weird because when my door is closed and if I get out of bed and the, the hallway light will turn on, right? But my door's closed. Huh. So so I don't know if we it, uh we talked about ghost stories two weeks ago and you didn't bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's like it recently happened, but there's no one there. That you know of. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's a that's a ghost. That's not a hacking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Someone's hacking your your motion <laughs> probably lights. How do the we Russians. encrypt uh, ourselves from like you know uh, our gadgets and appliances in our home? You know, like how Vizio had the ability to hear people, the smart TV Vizios, right? Yeah. They're they're kind of tracking people and and what they were vocally searching for. Facebook Facebook also does that too yeah, on Facebook your phone. Does, yeah. And then uh, the Google Nest. Yep. What was it? Uh, what was it? No, no, it was the Nest, right? And then Google bought them out. And then Google sent out a, was it a press release or an announcement that they would have voice activation and people didn't know that they had mics right. in their Nest thermometers. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. For, for all you know, your cars have them right yeah. now, right? Yeah. And the cars, they do have microphones. Absolutely. Right? Well, Sammy's car doesn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, one of them does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might not be enabled. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're, when you put stuff out there and when you get into the, what we call the digital world, um, you know, that's it. There, it's on. It's on there, right? So, I, it sounds like you do marketing, right? <laughs> right? Sort of. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> but, I mean, at the end of the day, when you start thinking about these things, it's really about those privacy things, and they really can influence, you, right? There's a great documentary. I forgot the name of it, but um, whatever that documentary is, you know, I think it was on Netflix. But it really talks about how the how these companies are getting information about you to really again to 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 make more tailored and whatnot right and that's you know that's one thing with um you 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 know you get great at sales right and you can hear a bad sales pitch like the vp from you were explaining earlier yep. that doesn't mean you're not susceptible to a good sales pitch right you could even like respect one right? yeah you, you know do. when someone's like all right this guy he he needs or he, he's he's got some a good story right and, and you kind of delve into it yeah it's, it's just funny yeah it's awesome there there's this uh, awesome speaker, um, you know, cybersecurity guy. His name is uh, Chris Foss. And he tells this story about how he was a hostage negotiator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome. And one of the stories that he tells is that he he was working with a guy that was so awesome. And this guy basically, I don't know if I had time to talk about this, but basically this guy, um, you know, went got sent to the Philippines to work out a negotiation where this uh, basically this terrorist kidnapped this guy um and he went there and he thought that he can say hey i'm down with you guys i'm, I'm muslim too and he walked up to the camp and say hey i'm one of you guys you know let's accept me right he got kidnapped thrown into the terrorist camp right they locked him up and they they basically said we're gonna kill you we're gonna kill you and the hostel negotiator came and Chris Foss, uh, I think I, I forgot the whole story, but he came and he basically talked to this guy, never met, met, never met the guy, but he looked at his photos of the, of the, um, the guy that kidnapped him. And when you look around, he looked at the guy and said, oh, this guy is wearing all these like nice clothes compared to everyone else. He has, he was wearing like, um, you know, bling basically. Right. And he's like, you know what? This guy, he's a badass terrorist, but he's putting on a show too and they figured that out by just looking at his pictures right of his videos so then the hostage negotiator um you know works 
months they're talking they're talking right back and forth back and forth what do you want i want this okay let me do this for you um you can do this for me right all this stuff is going on one day the guy the american guy um he wasn't released he actually escaped mm-hmm. he escaped he ended up back uh, somehow you know long story right but he ended up back in in safety went back to the u.s everything was done right place closed right well what happened was the terrorists called the hostage negotiator again and complimented him he said that if it wasn't for you i would have cut that guy's head off Goddamn. yep yeah because you you'd appreciate sometimes mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's crazy yeah it's gonna show respect for it's dude yeah yeah it's, it's a good game yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good game you you won you won right he just picks up the phone and goes gg dude yeah, that's what it is. Right? <laughs> At the end of the match, just, you yeah. know, you, hey, you quick scope headshot, dude. Like, that's I'm it. I'm not gonna say shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's how it is. Hackers, um, government, all this stuff. Disrespect. It's all related. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, with all this said, you guys, like, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. You know, keep your privacy good. Understand that your kids and stuff like that, they don't know what privacy is. So, do your best to secure their privacy. Make sure you got an antivirus on on your thing. Make sure that your company, you know, the home. Yeah, sure. You can get a firewall, of course, Um, especially if you're running your business and stuff like that. But if you're running a proper business for the people that own businesses, right, even if it's small, right? A lot of people think, you know, I just got a small business. Doesn't doesn't matter, right? Like, you know, let's just, um, you know, think of like a car shop, right? Okay. Yeah, it's a small business. You guys are probably making, you know, let's just say uh, 500K a year, right? Small business. Why do I need this $3,000 firewall? Well, think about all the people that come into your shop. They connect to your Wi-Fi while they're waiting in the lobby. They're all going through your internet, right? They're going, they're, they're essentially going through them and they're expect you have almost a responsibility to protect them when you're, um, when they're there and right. your workers, when they're connected to the so internet. Just as they're liable for their labor or, or their work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why I, I, I tell everybody, make sure you got antivirus, make sure you have a firewall for your business. So that's, you know. I'm think something to think about. Sure, just the, the simple things. Simple things. K I S S. Keep yeah. it simple, Steve. We we in, in sales we call it like these are like commodity things, right? Commodities, yeah. Yeah, but if you don't have the commodity, then guess what? Something's wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, what do you think of like you know how iPhone said iPhones say that their messages are encrypted, right? Or you run a software where it's like, for example, I don't have an antivirus software on my laptop, right? But I, but I have a Mac, and I know that you can still get into the os right 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 but do you think it's like uh some companies are offering safer products than others i think you know i don't think there's a right answer for that i think that anything has a how do i say this there's always a, a better shield a better oh, bulletproof vest you know what you're right right? You're right there's always something better there's always a faster car out there right there's, there's always the sealant on top of the ceramic coating right right there's a <laughs> shine and then why do you got to put reload on it that's true car power reload yeah he knows that's true if that thing lasts like two years or like you know if you put five layers and it's lifetime warranty why do you gotta put reload on it? i don't get it true True. I can tell you why, but, <laughs> but you, you understand yeah. the commodity was the ceramic coating, right? Because yes. you wanted protection, yep. but there's still, right? There's still a uh, maintenance. Still the maintenance. Still the maintenance. Yeah, you get a Lexus, you still have to change the oil. You get an antivirus, you got to update the software. Yeah, the software. Yeah, you actually, you just 
open my mind up. You get the firewall. You still got to It's blocking things that it was designed to block when it was made. It wasn't designed to block things that um, was introduced to computing after it was made. Does that make sense? What's the life cycle on that? I mean, so you talked about support. So when you get a support for like these products, you got to make sure you have a subscription to it. And the life cycle to it, it's a minute. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a second, right? Yeah. Because it's only as good as it was a second ago. That's because true. someone tried to hack you again with something else. What is the better bulletproof vest? Well, what they on the hacker side, what, what's the next bullet, right? What's the better and faster and stronger bullet to get through your bulletproof vest? So again, it is, uh, it sounds scary it's that an it's an arms back. race. It, it is an arms race. Yes. But I think that, you know, as long as we're doing the right things um, to promote this, I mentioned, you know, the three point something million people, right? That, that we're going to be short on in cybersecurity. You can't, I can't train, the world cannot train this need by 2000, um, 2001. We just, we just can't, uh, sorry, 2021. 2021. Yeah, we can't do that. We need to look further than that. And what we're doing is we are, we as an industry should be starting out with like the Girl Scouts and we're doing like the cyber badges. That's a cool thing, right? That we're doing. We have to be able to do it at the micro level of having going, you know, just like now that I told like now that Uncle Lee told you about it, right? Like just notice where they're talking about the hacker dojo and the camp dojos. What we're doing here is to prepare our world for the future of hacking, not today because we already know it's too late if that makes sense very doomsday i know it sounds doomsday but we're, we're looking forward to it <laughs> you know do you, do you think the challenge do you think uh, a lot of customers resonate with that sort of mentality like the fear mentality we try not to sell with the fear mentality right and and i, I would recommend not selling based off of that but there definitely is that portion yeah I, I, that's you know i i find that troubling sometimes right um uh, like when, when it comes to like global warming or climate change, right? But that's been a thing since you know the '70s, right? Like, like uh, solar panels, right? Right. You know, they might seem popular here because we're in the Bay Area, right? But I, I wrote about how they're being marketed wrong, right? And I wrote about appliances in the home. Like for example, not so long ago, it was about plasma TVs. Sure. But they were terrible energy consumers. Right, and then a better technology, LED, LED. Unit, right, and it's a crisp, you know, crisper quality, right, and then has the uh, Energy Star certification, right? right. So you didn't buy a new TV just because you're saving the world. You bought it because it was a nicer TV. It just so happened, right, that it was you know, more efficient, right. right? So technology evolves, and I felt like that was the 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 innovation in marketing that solar panels needed, right, where. It's not that I want to use less or put less stress on the electrical grid. It's just that I want to run my PlayStation, you know, all day long and not worry about the electric bill. Right. <laughs> right. And if my neighbor wants a certain amount of energy, right, because they want to do the same thing, right, I don't feel as guilty. And I think that's what cybersecurity, like, that's where I would have, feel free to be on the internet, right, because you're protected. Right. Right. You, you do your own thing, right. You know you're doing, you know you're protected. You, you have that ceramic coating. You have the this subscription right so the fear mentality never never appeals to me i don't know if you know best right right and the next company is going to do the same pitch and then right they got this extra feature that you don't have that yeah that you must have right that's true it's it, it, it is something that you have to do but it, again 
you have to you have to believe in your your whatever you're selling and all that kind of stuff um but i think you also touched on a little bit i don't know if you meant to do it but we also call it sustainable design you know green design and stuff like that and that's actually something that i'm pretty big on too like although i'd love to modify my cars and (laughs) (laughs) i I drive a diesel (laughs) (laughs) exactly but it's also about anything that you do um also take that into mind right you're you are hacking a car not to just hack it right you're hacking the car to make it run better make it more efficient when you read those tunes like if you even go to a certain website we'll say which one you read their tools they'll actually say you get better gas mileage on the b9 that was um that was actually one of the the points for me you know they were talking about how emissions have really sort of uh what's the word i'm looking for? hindered yeah the diesel community right because what, what i wanted was reliability right and let my car be as efficient as it could be right optimized like you mentioned right so i went ahead and, and put a downpipe on it <laughs> right and a tune right and i'm getting get a better fuel mileage than i would with uh, how volkswagen thought that they could sell me a car right and of course you know here and there i'll, I'll, I'll do some pulls right but i'm getting like 49 miles to the gallon yeah and it's more reliable because more of the reliable. Fixes. yeah yeah right so again that's that's another way you think about it and that's like innovation through hacking even right taking a product that wasn't meant to work a certain way hacking it to make it work better and in some cases make even work make it work more efficiently i think hacking has such a strong term i, I love the word optimization I think I'm sure that's a big word in in, in cybersecurity, right? It, it, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, we think about performance, we think about optimization. Of, uh, yes, for sure. But we use we use the word hacking to not have a bad context to it. Um, you know, you think about you drive down to Facebook, right? Like what is it? Like ten minutes? One 10 hacker minutes way. Yeah. One hacker way, right? Yeah. It wasn't meant to have something negative to it. Mm. It was meant one hacker way was really to rep, literally represent how can I do my job better than what my boss tells me how to do it right it's that hacking mentality that's what it is i'm just ignorant to that word i just i didn't realize that that was another whole world to it there's a whole world to it so that literally by 2021 (laughs) (laughs) right why would the biggest company in our world give a bad name to their street that's true right that's what i'm saying critical thinking right you just gotta think about it that way as well yeah so do you think there are like white hat white hat hacker groups what does that mean, by the way? Um, so, so there's essentially two groups of people that you think about. Um, there, you have the black hats, which are the people that easy to describe. They're, they are the ones that are trying to make money the, the, in the wrong way. So hacking, um, you know, ransom, creating bad software. Uh, you know, the people that are literally attacking hospitals and locking out medical records and stuff like that. Those are your black hats. Then you have the white hat. Um, you can call them white hats or you can actually say white hat hackers, right? Everyone has their own way to define it. But those are the people that are actually hacking for good. These are the people that are hacking the iPhone. And when they hack it, instead of releasing it on the dark web, they release it and say, Apple, you have this bug, fix it. Because this is how all these people are gonna get their information stolen. So that's one way that you can think of it as a, as a, as a black hacker. They like to, everyone's changing the name because yeah, right. Sometimes color. they don't want to be called hacker and the color thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so black and white, you know, th- there's a lot of these things going on, but it's also about, um, you know, just using, just saying I'm a threat researcher. That's it. 
Threat researcher. That's cool. That's a that's a nice sounding. That's a really good. Sound. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you there, just say that in a sales pitch. I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> or or in your resume, right? Instead of saying you're a white hat hacker, right? Just I'm a, a threat, threat researcher. researcher. Sound, yes. Hey, you watch out now, right, child? <laughs> I like that. But yeah. Did that answer so like, your question, Wayne? No, I mean, like, is, like, is there, like, um, what was that group? Uh, like, Anonymous. Anonymous. Do you think... Infamous. Do you think they're white hats, or... They don't like to be labeled, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, actually. <laughs> Those are the boys, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, there's a lot of people that don't want to be labeled, but I would say that... You know, even the the white hat hackers that are submitting these things, they're arguably doing it for bounties, right? They're making money, right? I mean, and, and some of these people are making millions of dollars. Don't get me wrong. They are literally making millions of dollars hacking stuff and telling the company, here's the bug and um, you figure out how to fix it, right? But at the end of the day, um, there is that stuff. Now, if you're asking more of, is there like a subgroup out there that's just hacking like the Robin Hood of the world, right? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm pretty sure they're out there. Hey, Dennis, you're speaking to me. You're calling threat assessment, and then you said bounties. <laughs> that cowboy in me is going to... Aaron's doing a career change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. I hope I influence some of you guys to think about it. If And if you feel like you're too old to do it, you know, I don't think anyone's too old. Too old to do what? To to actually get into, uh, into cybersecurity, trying to change the things. Because nothing I said, I hope anyway, um, says that your background... Um, you couldn't necessarily change your stars, right? I explained to you guys, we need you guys. You, if you find the might rentor, they can teach you these things, right? I can't help everyone, but I helped a lot of people throughout the years. I'm happy for that. But I also think about a lot of people help me, right? Yeah. And start thinking about connecting with people at a different level. Um, you know, influencers, I think, are, are the things nowadays. Like, I'm not, I'm not on YouTube making videos and trying to influence people. But I'm certainly, if people ask me, I will help them and steer them in the right direction, hopefully. So that's kind of what I mean, that it's not too late for anyone to kind of get into cybersecurity. But if you really, truly think that, you know what, I'm actually a doctor, right? <laughs> I'm not going to change my career and become a cybersecurity guy. I will tell you that my coworker is was actually a neurologist. Um, the, the, I work with her every day. She is uh, literally my Batman and Robin, right? I'm Robin, she's Batman. <laughs> she was a doctor, a medical doctor, right? Like she became she got into cybersecurity. it's kind of crazy right yeah now i get it not everyone can make that career change right and if you think that you can't make it guess what you prepare your kids to do it you prepare if you don't have kids then prepare your nephew you don't have nephew prepare your neighbor i think everyone has a neighbor right <laughs> so that's what i'm saying like that's how i want to evangelize it oh, preaching now preaching preaching preachin'. got, got it got it closing comments closing comments. yeah anyone got any closing thoughts i think to sum up what we're talking about here um, Aaron, you're I, optimized. I, yeah, I oh. love optimization. <laughs> I, I, I just, if there's a better way to do it, um, the, the Kaizen, right? You know, Toyota. Right. Is right. that a thing from a? Uh, that's a thing from Pacific Rim, right? <laughs> Body. No, that's a kaiju. Kaiju. <laughs> I mean, Kaiju Ren is dark. <laughs> you're. I don't know. I, it's interesting how how people operate, right? I just can't see someone operating doing the same thing the exact same time or the exact same way right it's you want to get better at, at your trade right you want to be more efficient you want right. to get optimized and most of all you want to stay happy doing it right that's the fulfillment there i like optimization <laughs> <laughs> i've been doing sales a long time and, and I, I 
I don't want to buy my, I don't want to buy my tongue when I say it, but like, um, I like sales just because I love connecting people and and, and finding the interest, right? And just you're finding- just trying to optimize your networking. <laughs> <laughs> you got to optimize your sale pitch. <laughs> See, pitch networking. I never think about it that way, right? I find humans interesting as a fellow human, right? <laughs> and uh, if I can learn more about them, I could learn, you know, learn more about myself as well. I steer more extroverted, right? So when I'm when I get those introspective moments where, hey, you know, Sammy operates this way, I'm like, I wonder why. Right, and and I see my flaws, and I'm like, how would Sammy go through this? And it's the same way. Right? Yeah, in, in in Chris Foss's book, he uh, or webinar, whatever, he says that in that negotiation story that I told you, when that per- when the when the terrorist said, yeah, he literally said, yeah, he knew right there and then. He's got him. He got him. Yep, that was yep. it. He knew he got him. It's that feeling in your gut. You're like, yeah. right. so yeah i get you don't like these words but then there's um there are techniques so to speak that you can yeah. learn right again i was school so we throw words at buzzwords out there like that but there are sales techniques that you can learn um to certainly um, better your craft but those are like the normal things that you do right? that's true so. i just don't want to put a label to them yeah yeah, yeah that's fine right. <laughs> it's the hipster and you coming out all right man yeah i just we'll be non-binary <laughs> that's, about the, it. that's the uc berkeley coming out <laughs> no i think it's just <laughs> nerd i grew I grew up very, very humble, and and I don't want to take advantage. Hey, listen, of if you call yourself humble, you're not humble. Well, <laughs> well, here, all right, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I, I've been groomed to be nice, but that other side of me, the sales side, where I want to, I want you to buy my product, and here's why. Yeah. Right. It can come out. I just kind of, I like to tame it. it it's right? good. It's good to tame it. But what's funny is that when you built your relationship with your customer. You can talk to them and hang out with them for a couple hours, buy them dinner, but then you already earned the right to spend a couple minutes of it and say, hey, you know, just real quick, though, um, really think this will help you out and you're not going to get a bad deal from me. You got some shitty so ass wheels. Shitty what, you didn't ceramic cone? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yep. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's when okay you get to, to rapport, yeah, you're you're done with with the careful hooks, lines and sinkers, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... I. I don't ever want to come across as a as an asshole salesman, right? Right, because I like what I do and I like connecting people, right? And when once you put that, it's like, oh, we well, just you just want to chat up with me because you want to sell me. All right, man. Well, clearly you don't want my offer. Well, you're right? you're also here for a reason too, though, right? I came to the store for a reason. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, is, I worked retail for a long time. Right. It's if I'm in the store to buy clothes, I want you to sell me that shirt. This is true. Yeah. Right. I'm calling you because I want to spend money to you. Yeah. Will you sell me something? Yeah, exactly. So you got to be very careful of being able to, to balance that um, that you are trying to help them out to, to sell them something too. Right. Right. So yeah. you got to be able to respond in a way when you're when you're doing your order to the sales, so to speak, um, that you are adding the value to them in a certain way. And if it's I just want to buy someone that I trust from, I want to go to the mechanic I trust. I know he charges a little bit more, but I trust them. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's, there's a premium to it, right? There is a premium. Why are you spending so much on these shoes? It's like, well, because they're good, right? There's cheaper shoes out there. Yeah, but I don't want them. They must be good for a reason. What's that reason? For sure. Anyways, that, that's. <laughs> I don't want to nerd out on it. <laughs> good final thought, man. Oh, no. Good final thought. <laughs> Wayne, final thoughts? Learn that VPNs help you. This isn't a, a quiz, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can read off your notes if you want. <laughs> I mean, it's just that VPNs, 
like they they work but like they don't really protect you the whole way you're gonna stop downloading all that porn <laughs> nah, dude, <porn's laughs> free, dude. if you're no let me let me create that if you are a regular guy that's not doing anything that's super illegal right okay if you're if your mom found out that you're downloading porn it's gonna be embarrassing, <laughs> but you're not gonna go to jail, right? It's <laughs> a very good way of putting it, right? Are you blushing, Wayne? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, if if someone thought you're pirating movies and they slap you a bill, you're not going to jail, right? You're, you're gonna pay a fine. You're not gonna go to jail, right? I just got a warning letter from Comcast. <laughs> Did all. you really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You told me about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just compute that if you're whatever you're doing behind a VPN is going to put you in jail, then you probably shouldn't really be doing it at all. <laughs> to be honest, it's a good rule of thumb. My, mom, my mom says, um, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll, she'll walk into a room and I get spooked. And it's like you're up to something, or you're thinking something, right? So unless, yeah, if you have nothing to worry about, yeah. but well, I mean, I don't like really have worry something about. to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't use <laughs> VPNs though. That's the problem. Um, yeah, that's why Comcast got you. You don't use Simon Tech, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> is there like a pros what and cons? Firewall, you got man. You're not running a firewall. It's, it's made of ice. <laughs> ice wall. Yes. Yeah. Or it's what? South Pole. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Dennis, you got any last words for anyone listening? Yeah. You know, I think I gave a lot of like, you know, I think I think I put on my old man hat and gave you guys a lot of advice. <laughs> I hey, thank you for it, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you know, I just hope that you guys will um, honestly. If you see your friends posting stuff and it has that globe icon, you gotta DM them and like, listen, man, you do you know you're posting publicly, you know? Listen, man, you're a dumbass. <laughs> you know? Like literally tell them like, yo, you know you're posting publicly. And certain people, they, they wanna do that and, and I get it. But you at, at that point, you did your job to tell them that. It's your job now not to comment under those posts. You know, Dennis, you don't understand. They want to be influencers out here. You know, they're trying to make their <laughs> bread. <laughs> I guess you're supposed to get famous. The public isn't seeing it. <laughs> yeah. But your public posts of, you know, F, you know, whoever president or whatever, which is what I've seen recently, like that does not need to be a post. And you liking that post doesn't need a post. Give you a quick story, guys. I had a customer get hacked. The actual customer, my uh, the company that I work for. And they basically counted that company literally counted every vendor that liked a news article that commented on them getting hacked and said we will never do business with them oh wow damn damn so do not death by association death by association mm -hmm. so do not like um underestimate the comments you're making under someone's post or even likes i'm scared right? <laughs> yeah right 2016 that was my last post think about it right like we can joke about it all we want, right? Coca Cola is awesome right now. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna pick on Coca Cola. Watch, we're gonna get sued. <laughs> I'm gonna get sued. Let's hey, pick man, on someone else. We're trying to get a sponsorship out here. Oh yeah, yeah. Let, me, let, me, <laughs> let me pick on somebody else. But you know, you like a post, and all of a sudden that company is now frowned upon by the world, right? Yeah. You forget about that. You liked it. Twenty years from now, someone finds it like, oh, you you're like, running. You're you, running for president or yeah. for Supreme Court, and then yeah. they're like, hey, what's going on here, buddy? Yeah. I know that's a crazy example to give and it sounds like so like fictional not fictional um or willing or yeah yeah right but it's it can happen well you were just about to say that uh, I, I was i was gonna say more like it sounds like supernatural right like not oh, real like see, see. surreal right a lot of different words for it right um but it can happen right it, it, a simple like 
can work against you. And in this case, in the real world of cybersecurity, that worked against a lot of cybersecurity and love that because they decided to say that, hey, um, this company got hacked. If you buy our software, you won't get hacked. And that's BS. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, can, you cannot and you should not sell it that way. And that company made the positive thing to say, and they have the money to do it, by the way, right? That any sales company that did that or even liked a post about them getting hacked, um, they'll never do business with them. They blacklisted. Uh, I don't have a very healthy way of uh, how I um, how I approach social media either, right? Mine's is like, I just don't post, right? But what if people wanted to post, right? And, and you're kind of getting to like, here's how you can protect yourself. Because right. it's completely normal behavior to do this, right? Sure. Just want to make sure that you don't get into to some suspicious, <laughs> right? All right. Well, th well, that's my final thoughts, guys. Thanks. Nice. Uh, my final thoughts are: I'm gonna go back and check Ed's post now. Let's <laughs> see what. Let's <laughs> 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 see if there's that globe on there. I don't think I've. I don't think I've liked anything other than just like a really stupid meme. Yeah. I think I'm good. And I, I'm not. I'm using my VPN to download porn or anything, Wayne. So <laughs> Comcast hasn't reached out to me yet. <laughs> I got caught for doing like music. So <laughs> you won't go to jail for it. So you're good. Yeah. <laughs> this is before like Spotify and just uh, go do that Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> <laughs> the Freedom of Information Act. It's all redacted. Yeah. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening tonight, guys. This has been episode 12. Hope you guys learned a lot. I know we did. Uh, for thanks sure. for thanks for being on again, Dennis. Uh, no problem. And it was a long one, but I hope it, I think there's a lot to talk about, especially what, what's happening in today's world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, go ahead and follow us on social media, Last Call Garage on Instagram. Um, shoot us a DM, any topics or any criticisms or anything you have for us. You can even email us at lastcallgarage at gmail.com. And uh, leave us a five-star review, six out of five stars, if possible. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Good night. Thanks. Good night.